<laughs> Welcome back to Glow Up with Iris. This is Iris, and I have Miss Louise here, uh, a new friend that I connected with on my girls' trip to Boston mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. So, uh, thank you for joining me today, Miss Louise. My pleasure. <laughs> so, our initial connection was. Louise was on a girl's trip with her girlfriends and I was on a girl's trip with my girlfriends. Um, so that's what we we just automatically connected. We were like, wait a minute, we'll take your picture. I'll, they took our pictures. So, um, and so here we are. So let me ask you, um, how long have you been traveling with you and your girlfriends? We started when we turned 50, and as much as I hate to say this, it was 23 years ago, So, because we're all 73 now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You guys look amazing. Thank you. We try. And you all are high school friends, correct? Well, some of us have known each other from kindergarten. Um, smaller towns, some of us just lived within blocks of one another. Some of them went to a little different elementary school, but then as we all merged at middle school or junior high where I went, a couple of them moved in later for high school from another area. But yeah, we've all been together for, we graduated 55 years ago from high school, so no less than 55 years ago. Oh my goodness. And where are you from? Where are you guys from? We grew up in a small town in Michigan called Muskegon. It's on Lake Michigan, essentially. So um it's hard to describe. You go up from, say, Gary or Chicago, uh, about 150 miles, and that's Muskegon. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and would you mind sharing a little bit about, about your background? Uh, sure. Well, do you mean like family? I have. I was yeah. one of six kids. And uh, let's see, three sisters, or two, three sisters, two brothers, and um, some of them stayed in Muskegon. I didn't like Muskegon. It was too small for me. I'm a, yeah, I was originally actually from Chicago, born in Chicago. And was I, when I was a kid, my dad moved us all to Michigan for a job. And we all kind of scattered, you know, you go off to college and you meet new people. And uh, I decided on a lark. And I still don't know why all these years later, when I was 23 with a roommate, well, you know, there was a little ad about joining the army reserve. And I thought, well, you know, what the heck, why not? So I tested in and did very well in the program they had. So I then spent 12 years in the Army Reserve. Oh. So, and that's where I eventually met my husband. But, um, and I had family members who'd served in the military. My dad had uh, my brother and one of my sisters. And uh, so I enjoyed it. But once you have kids, it was kind of tough to be able to do all that. So at 12 years, um, I, when my enlistment ran out, I did not renew. So it was just a, a different experience. And now what I do once I retired from my paralegal job, I volunteer at the USO at our airport. And I've done that for about four and a half years. And we have Camp Atterbury just south of Indianapolis. So I will go down there at the USO and help out. And also we have Fort Harrison. I've done that a few times. So, and then my basic, my career after college, I got a job in a law office and I decided I liked it. And so that's where I spent my entire career pretty much was in a law office as a paralegal, changing from some insurance defense work to family law, which was um, a lot of wealthy people basically here in Indianapolis, um, and uh, which was a lot of financial stuff, which was also very interesting. Not an area I ever thought I would have liked, but I did. That's about it. 
Look, that's what I, I was like, wow. We didn't even understand, know at the time that we had the legal connection to <laughs> that's, that's that same interest of legal. And you uh, were a paralegal for how long again? How well, long? it was technically, if you want to be that way, 50 years. But um, when I left and went to work for a major corporation, while it was in the legal department, Department. They were self-insured. It was Meyer. It's a big grocery chain out here in the mid, kind of Midwest area, and so it was sort of like a um, an insurance claim adjuster because they were self-insured. But I also had to represent the company in court if there were any court dealings. So it was kind of paralegal and claims adjusting. And then when we got transferred down here, I just went back to being a paralegal in a law firm, small firm, and then some larger firms. So okay. But, yeah. It was just one of those things, you know? What about kids? Do you have I have kids? one son. He will be 40 next week. I don't know how that's possible when I'm only 29, but you know, that's but yeah, I'm he'll be 40. He <laughs> said he would never get into the law, which was fine with me. He ends up, he's a lobbyist. Okay. Say. So <laughs> yeah. So now he's a lobbyist. Close enough. <laughs> so now you're retired. You're living uh -huh. the dream that I want to live. I want to get so I need to know how you got through raised in a whole adult. Um, it wasn't easy. <laughs> and working, you know, you know, working full time as a paralegal. Mm -hmm. um, how did you do it? Encourage us that are in. <laughs> feel well, those growing pain moments. The best that I can tell you is, of course, with six kids, my mom stayed home. And back then they did not work anyway. And let me tell you, if we got in trouble, and again, a smaller school district or smaller system, um, if we got into trouble, when we got off the bus, my mother was standing there tapping her foot with her arms crossed and said, well, your dad gets home, you know, one of those. And uh, very old-fashioned, basic, you know, uh, kinds of uh, guidelines for us. So when I, and I was divorced when my son was five, um, I used to tell him the same thing. Look, bud, just because I work full-time, doesn't mean I'm not going to know everything that's going on in that classroom because I did the school, you know, the classroom mom stuff. I did the field trip chaperones, um, any events they had, I was there. So I get to know the teacher. And, and funnily, he, he, we had a house with a neighborhood pool. So he swam me around, became a lifeguard. And it just so happened the principal when he was both in middle school and in high school, his daughter was a year older than my son. She swam me around. So, of course, I knew the principal and his wife from the time my son was like in sixth grade. So he also knew that if he got into trouble, I would be getting a call from the principal because we knew them very well. Here's so probably helped, you know, and the neighborhood was such that it was full of kids, many his own age. The moms in the neighborhood, we would play Euchre once because Euchre is big in Indiana. One month, one night a month at someone else's house. What is so also I've never heard of it. What is Euchre? that? Yeah, Euchre, it's a card game, E-U-C-H-R-E, I think. Okay. They taught me because I did not know how, but we played for fun, not for money. And the funny thing was we would all get together and say, well, my daughter said this happened and my, my kids said this and my, so then we could put that picture together and really get a better story of what may have occurred. Um, and we tattle on each other's kids. You know, I got a call one day, hey, Louise, you know that, yep, your son did walk down, what, really? So, so that was kind of helpful. So the biggest advice that I got from a friend of mine was know the parents of your kids' friends, 
because that tells you a lot about not that they all can't do crazy things they do yeah but it really helped to know if those parents were on the same page as you about raising your kid kind of thing so that that I think was probably the best piece of advice advice I had as well as telling him look something happens in the classroom I'm probably going to believe the teacher so just so you know up front buddy that's how it works (laughs) you know and what I hear is that community piece to it where it literally takes a village yeah and Um, really and we'd carpool and the funny thing was you know you wouldn't think boys would gossip wrong they would go to swimming at 5 15 in the morning and normally you'd think oh god i don't want to get up and and we'd like i'll volunteer no no no, it's my turn because they'd sit in the back seat and gossip like we weren't there driving the car so we'd all like no i'll volunteer no 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 i will so yeah so we all like to take our turns driving them at 5 15 to hear what the, the gossip was with these kids so oh, yeah that, yeah i've got a 13 year old and yeah well that's my youngest I have a 28 year old a 20 year old and a 13 year old but yeah Yeah. boys gossip just as much as now now that said he's 40 cell phones were just coming into the picture so I have no doubt that that affects a whole lot of different ways that I didn't have with him I mean he went off to college and and I don't think they had a cell phone I'm trying to remember if his dorm room even had just an outgoing phone or something so that I'm glad I don't have to deal with those issues. That's for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a definitely a different time. It's, mm-hmm. it's a different, different. And social media and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a whole different episode. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> we hosted. So, let me ask you, at what point did you realize, uh, you know what, me and my girls, we need to start this girls trip thing. Well, once in a while, if I would go back to Muskegon, I'd see people on purpose. We'd make those arrangements. But really, um, one of the girls said when we turned 50, we need to get together and have a big party. And that's what started it. One of the girls had a cottage on the lake. So we'd go for two or three days at the cottage and um, we'd play trivia and we'd, you know, we'd kayak and swim and whatever. And then some of us lived a little further away. So it was, well, let's make it a week. Okay, so we made it a week. And we would, like I hosted one year, some of the others have hosted in where they live. And then we decided, well, we just need to take a vacation somewhere. And so we started traveling. Um, one of the places we spent a week was Toronto. Another one we did at Pigeon Forge. Um, we went to uh, Wisconsin two times and stayed once in a place where one of our group is and then another time in the Green Bay area. Um, we would take the ferry across with our vehicle. And so we'd have our car. Um, and then we'd just gone to other random places because we decided, oh, that looks like a fun place. Let's see what we can do there. So we did. And then we love escape rooms. Unfortunately, we have yet to, to um, get our way out without a lot of hints. So, and one of the things that my son would say is, mom, you guys need to think outside the box in order to get out. And we tried, but we've yet to do it successfully. I definitely, it's on my to-do list. Yeah, but I'm a very little person, so I would probably struggle with that too. And that was part of our, in fact, he said, mom, you all need to have a couple of drinks. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) then God knows what we'd come with, with, you know? So, but we have a great time trying to figure out this stuff until we get to the point where we can't. So we ask for a hint. So we've never really legitimately won with the hints we have 
but it wasn't without all those little hints. So, but we do love that. And we just, we like to, some of the girls are big hikers. We do a little hiking, a little shopping. Um, and the weird thing is we leave, come back the next year. And it's like, we just pick up where we dropped yeah. off. Yeah. So, and then yeah. we zoom in between every other week. We zoom about an hour to an hour and a half to kind of catch up on everybody's lives. We've been doing that since uh, COVID hit. We started that. Oh, I love that. So, and how many of your girlfriends, how many of it? Uh, well, we started uh, off with, let's see. Well, let's see. We got One of them lives in Australia. So we did go visit her, but she doesn't Zoom with us because of the time. One in Wisconsin, one in Ohio. And then I've got one, two, three, four in Michigan, five in Michigan. And one of them passed away from breast cancer about 10 years ago. So that leaves us, what, like seven or eight, something like that. Eight. And then we don't, like I said, often Zoom with the one in Australia. Um, so, but they're there could have been more, but a lot of them just didn't want to do the travel part. Yeah. So they don't, you know, so. And that's okay. Our core group does. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, who are you the main coordinator of the travel group or how no. do, you, do you have? Work? We all just kind of, well, we all kind of just say, hey, I heard about this place. And so then believe me, we all research everything in depth. That's yes. just who we are. Then we throw it and see what sticks, you know, and then decide yes, no, yes, yes, no. Um, but we all are supposed to do some research because we all have different likes, you know, and dislikes. Right. So we can kind of, you know, make it fair to everyone. One of the girls has some health issues, so she can't really hike. So the last trip, uh, we went to Hocking Hills in Ohio. We did a zip line. I love zip lining. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And um, I said, you know what? I don't feel like hiking today because you know what? If you've seen one tree, you've seen them all. <laughs> and uh, so she and I did some antique shopping instead while some of the others went hiking. So we all just kind of throw it out there and and just decide. And that's where we've come to, you know, some of our little escapades. Mm, I love so. that. Uh, how important have those trips been for you? What? Oh, they a little bit of everything. It's being able to see all your friends you've known for all these years um, and how they've changed and grown and their families and being able to vacation with people who are like-minded about things to see and do, you know, in general. Um, I don't mind traveling alone, but some of them would never travel alone. So this gives them an opportunity to travel with people we can trust, you know, yeah. Um, the biggest thing is who snores the most? I don't want to sleep in the same room as that person. <laughs> yeah, I've got my my TB, my travel buddy. That's my roommate, and she already knows. Like I I donated her a couple of earplugs, a couple of times, and I don't want to hear about it because you understand what you're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's probably what we argue about the most so we draw straws about who has to sleep in the same rooms you know with twins or queens or whatever yeah. and one of the girls is deaf in one ear and she said I don't care because I sleep with my good ear down and it's <laughs> like oh nice so <laughs> I love it I love it I love it so well and you know it's like I think more and more of us because we didn't have all those other social media things to take up our time, which why we're a little bit closer than maybe some of these other kids are, you know, young people. Um, and that's just, we were very close growing up. We were in the brownies together. We were in the band together. We were in the choir to get whatever, you know, even though we all went to different schools, you know, or colleges and have different occupations, 
it's still, we're still end up back together. Yeah. And I love what you said is that even if that year passes and you reconnect, it's like, you just don't miss a beat. You just no, don't. And we laugh about it. And then we always, oh, we always make a cake for our birthday and um, somebody will do it, volunteer. And then we sing happy birthday to ourselves. And we usually have just one candle and blow it out. And then we say something about the one gal who died from breast cancer a few years ago. Um, we toast her and, uh, and yeah, it's just, you know, that's the way we are. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I want you to keep, keep, um, enjoying life. You are living it to the fullest. You and your girl, do you know where you guys are traveling to next year yet? Have you, well, we, we were going to do art prize in Grand Rapids in September, actually, but it just so happens between someone needing cataract surgery and another one visiting their grandkids in Florida. So we're not going to do it this year. So next year, we'll start talking about next year, long about November, because we ha- we usually get like a Verbo or an Airbnb, yes. because you know, we all have to have our own bedroom and we need at least three bathrooms. <laughs> and uh, so we have to start looking soon to be able to reserve a place. So we haven't really talked, but by November, we are like, where do you want to go this time? Or what's there? Or we aren't for 75th, we're talking about a cruise in Alaska. So we may do something like that. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, well, that's what I've you, heard. You are not slowing down, whether it's nope. kayaking, zip lining, mm-hmm. what is a yoga? What? Yep, yoga, lifetime fitness. I go five mornings a week between the aqua Zumba, regular Zumba, strength, yoga. We play pickleball three, two mornings a week for two hours. So, yep. On the go. 73 years young. You betcha. <laughs> this Closer is- to 74 than I want to admit. Oh, when is your birthday? February. So it's like shortly it'll be six months away, you know? Okay. Like- so th- this is how you glow up. This is how you glow up. You've done wow. a phenomenal t- job. Phenomenal. You look amazing. We try. Yeah, we try. Okay. Well, I definitely want to thank you for coming on and just spending sure. a little bit of your time with me today. I really oh, do. Sure. Anytime. Such a treat. It's been such a treat. 